Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to beautiful Hannah, a heart kid mum. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm so excited. How are you going, Mandy? Oh, good, Paige. That's good. I feel like quickly I should just say that the weather in Melbourne, 22 but overcast. Yeah, so but it feels I, like it should be colder than it is. We don't know what to wear. No. You know, and I'm sweating and then I'm like. I know. It's the, oh. it's the time of the layers. And whilst I appreciate layers, what do you do? You have to take your top off to yes, take the shirt off I underneath. I did yesterday. Yeah. We had the colour run at school and I was in the orange team. I had an orange T-shirt but a long sleeve top underneath. I'm wrangling that yes. out underneath me because I was going to get hit by Orange paint. <laughs> anyway, enough about us and but our weather. weather. We always talk about the weather. Problems. Yeah, but I've been interested watching people in the Northern Hemisphere talking about how it's coming into spring yes. and they're putting on jackets. Yes. And I was like, oh, it's the same time. Yeah, it is the same time. Yeah, yep. interesting. Anyway, we have wonderful Hannah here today. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, Hannah. Hi, how are you? Yeah, very good. well. 
We will start <laughs> off with our three questions. Yes. Well, I'll just say I was um, somebody sent us an email um, from Heart Kids saying, mm. would you like to interview someone? And they suggested you. And I said, yes. So, um, yeah, thank you to Heart Kids for for you ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Big bonus. <laughs> Big bonus. So, okay, let's start with the questions. Okay, so our first question is, do you have a band or a song or music that either like gets you up when you're feeling a bit down or when you, you want to um, be like pepped up to go for a run? I think some people run yep. or exercise um, that you might, might listen to. Well, secretly I have just lost 35 kilos. Oh. So it's my new thing. Wow. That's, that's um, amazing. I do like um, get up. I, I, you know, I get up and dance with the girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love dancing with the kids. I know. I need to teach them like the Macarena or something. Yeah. Nutbush. The Nutbush, yep. Nutbush is fun. But, yeah, no, anything that gets me up off the couch or better mm. when I'm dancing. Yeah, I love, I love that song too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And they introduce you to new songs because new songs keep coming at school and then you're like, oh, I didn't know that song. And yep, yep. Yeah, awesome. What about did you win any awards at school or outside of school? Oh, look, today the most treasured award that I have, and I actually still have it, is my first day of prep where I didn't cry. Oh, <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> little Hannah. <laughs> it's still beside my bed. I was oh. so proud of oh. Yeah. The little star says you've awarded, you've gone to school without crying. Oh, oh that's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing because it's a big deal. Well, and I think it's given me a new appreciation for how hard it is when you're little leaving your mum, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really hard. Yes, that's yeah, right. It's the, all the safety you know, the person that can communicate so effectively for you, you got to say goodbye to them at the door and go in with, 15 or 20 kids you've never met before. Yeah, and so, a teacher that might say, no, I don't really want to give you a big sloppy kiss right now, whereas the <laughs> yeah. mum would be like, yes, I do. <laughs> so it is a big yeah. deal. Or help you with toileting or help you yeah. open your lunchbox, all those things. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, good award. Very true. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, now our favourite question is why are you a P or part of the P community? Well, so yeah, my little daughter's got a heart condition. So mm. and that she- Probably the easiest to answer. Yeah. And she's a twin? She's a twin. Yes. Yep. So in our terminology, you're a super P. So yep. you're someone that's had twins with, you know, with some medical, medical complication. complication. So let's yep. find out all about. Do you you have a bigger child, older child as well? Yeah. So he's seven now and then five-year-old girl twins. Wow. So he had a two-year-old and then along came the twins. That was a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a delightful time. I, um, glad my husband came for the ultrasound we yeah. quite often laugh about that moment because I really don't know how I would have told him if he wasn't there yes mm. so he was to be in the ultrasound and he ended up coming last minute and the lady turned around to me and she said you've got two sacks and I said what is two sacks yes <laughs> Like my husband's just started laughing and I've burst into tears and I can't tell you what happened for the rest of that. I know. Me too. I remember laughing, crying, laughing. It's one of the few moments in my life where I literally felt all the blood rush to my head. I was like, I can't hear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the truth. Like my twins are 16. I still look at them and think, how did that happen to me? How did I get twins? Like it's, I don't think I'm ever going to really get over the shock. Well, I actually, all I ever wanted in life was twins. Oh, but really? There's no, there's no twins in our family, no nothing. So I kept, I, it's funny because people will tag me in posts where I've commented going, I'm so jealous, I wish I had twins. 
<laughs> and they'll screenshot it and send it to me and say, is that really how you feel now? Because <laughs> 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 I'm like, oh, it's um, th- that moment when you find out there's two. And I think when you've got, I don't know if you've got, for me, having a child already, it, parenting one child is hard. Yes. So I didn't tell anyone I was pregnant because I struggled myself for that whole seven months of thinking I can I can't carry and hold one. How do I do it times two? Mm. But my husband kept saying, "You'll be fine. You'll be fine." And then when my daughter was born, um, I was like, "Oh, you just do everything times two. It's fine. You just you do enough. You do it times two. And he's like, "Oh my God, there's two. There's yes. <laughs> Welcome to the last seven months of what I've been feeling, <laughs> husband, but I'm glad you're on the train now. Yes, there is finally. Welcome so you didn't Perth. tell anyone you were having twins? No, only if people would bump into me. Right. I, I think I secretly knew something might have been wrong. Yeah, it's I was weird, isn't it? Yep. yep, yep. Yeah. Was there extra scans or when did they pick up about her heart? No, they did. So it was fine. I went to 37 weeks. Everything wow. was fine. Yep. Um, girls were two and a half kilos. One was a bit smaller and one was 2.9 but right. came home day three. Everything yeah, wow. Wow. So did you have a vaginal birth? Everything's great. And then my husband was giving one ch- – I didn't want to – I tried to breastfeed but I found it um, – I, I found that I couldn't bond like I could with my son. It's next I level. Like it was more, <laughs> yeah, it's I next felt level. like it was more of a – Production line. Procedure. Yep. Yes, so absolutely. One of those pillows that I could look in their eyes yes. and I felt that I bought before. That's yeah. really so I valid discussion. That is a really valid yes. discussion. Yeah. I, I really, and my I get twins really were fourth and fifth. Really so I had had three children and I breastfed them all and I did breastfeed the twins, but I just remember thinking, this isn't right. This isn't what breastfeeding is. People will listen and say, it can be, it can yes. be. No, and I'm not saying, I did yeah. feed them till they were 10 months. Yes. So I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it, but I'm just. Having two babies, I just felt like a, a machine. Yeah. Like an, uh, yeah. Yeah. And normally you're just you holding like one. Yeah. yeah it's and just you can cuddle different. and gaze at their eyes. Yeah. yeah. It's very different. Yeah, yeah. It's really important. And I think if you had it, you forget that a newborn baby takes like 40 minutes to breastfeed. Yeah. That's right. Sun there at 20 minutes and you can smash one and do another. But at mm. the start, you can't. No. So no. I got a twin pillow where I could hold a bottle but I did express yeah. and give it to them yeah and so my husband we thought because he was home in the yeah. beginning because you get to leave he can feed one child and I'll feed yeah, one child lovely. and we'll really try to build a bond yeah the two of us because he missed that with my son because yes. mm. son. so we're really focused on both of us building this bond and he's like my twin's taken 40 mil and I'm like I can't get my twin to feed like yeah. she just wouldn't take the bottle and she took seven mil and I was oh. like, oh, this, and you're meant to take 40. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd better go into the hospital and get the right bottle. And so that was this day know. four or? This was day five. Right. So we came home day three and day five overnight mm. and we went into the hospital and they're like, um, do you realise that, you know, and they listed all these things and I just stood there going, no, like didn't notice anything. Um, apart from the fact that she didn't take as much of her bottle as her twin. Well, you um, wouldn't notice. I mean, you're, you're yeah. so Have tired you been more and exhausted in your life? And no. Overwhelmed. And I, I if I had been breastfeeding, I don't think I would have noticed because mm. they're like, she was slow 
breathing, but I wouldn't, I'm a parent. I, like I just cuddle a child. I wouldn't notice if they're breathing slow mm. or anything else. Um, and so Geelong Hospital don't have the equipment to diagnose heart conditions in children. Mm. So they just managed her and we were transferred um, via ambulance to Melbourne. And by mm. 11 o'clock that night, we'd found out that she had a hole in her heart and a few other things right. in summary. And um, day seven, she went in for her first open heart oh, surgery. So goodness, she, Hannah. If it wasn't for her twin, and I will say this to the cows come home because I think if it was breastfeeding, I wouldn't have noticed, but mm. she would have just passed away in her sleep. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh, of course. way you would have known. Like no. you would have just thought that that's the norm, but because yes. we had something to compare to. Compare in contrast. Um, mm. So, yeah, that wow. was her little And so life. I assume the whole family was then up in Melbourne. Like where was your son? No, so, well, it all gets a bit complicated mm. when you're adding your children yes, in because yeah. obviously I'm still, I have a newborn child. Yes, with recovering. One. Yes, well, and you have to have a Caesar in Geelong public system right. because once the first baby comes out, it's too risky having the second one. So you'd had a cesarean as well. Um, oh, so they just do it. Of them out, Caesar. So I stood in the emergency room going, please just rip my staples out because yes. I was so stressed that oh, that was all I could worry about was my child. Like I just think I didn't want to worry about getting to Melbourne and taking staples out no. and whatever. Um, so, yeah, I remember just standing there holding one and you couldn't hold the other and then they had to starve Maddie for a whole for day. Yes. Surgery, but you're trying to breastfeed your other child. Oh, my gosh. It was, just, it was exhausting. But. Alex was two and a half at the time and we left him in Geelong yeah, with my parents because that was just. Yeah. And at Ronnie Mac, as beautiful as Ronnie Mac is, but it's just one big room. So yeah. having a newborn baby and a two and a half no, year old. No, 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 no. If you've got family support, that was the right thing yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that was the only, I mean, it came with complications because when we got home, he was obviously then very clear. Yeah. And, created a stutter and all these other oh, issues sweet, from not having us with mm, him. Mm, but it was the only time. thing we could do at the oh, time. Absolutely. Oh, totally, totally understand. In the hospital. Yes, so. yep. that's right. Absolutely. What happened after the surgery? How did you handle that? Um, it was a long journey because she then had complications. Well, we came home thinking everything was fine after five weeks, oh. like just it's very common for babies to have heart conditions mm. and it's, um, uh, I guess, like, it's just so many children out there born with um, heart conditions that it's becoming more noticeable, I guess. As, mm. as mm. In Melbourne, you go and it's the norm in Melbourne, um, in Geelong, it's not so much. Mm. So for us, it was just felt like we were just swept up in all of this and we came home and we are like, okay. So you were there week. for five weeks? Yeah. So, well, because babies, when they're in hospital, they forget how to learn how to suck. Mm. So the biggest part after the surgery and recovering through all of that trauma is then babies learning how to suck. Mm. So we had to be transferred to Geelong. And then, so she was obviously had an NG tube. Yes. And then we had to slowly get her to suck on a dummy and then we would retort her how to feed. Mm. But 
I guess it's just natural for babies and why they get them to latch so early on. But for her, yeah, she'd missed all of that natural, mm-hmm. you know, bonding and you couldn't hold her because she was covered in tubes. Yes. So we sort of had to do the baby stage later on. Mm. Um, and then we went back to Melbourne for a routine checkup because we thought we're discharged, but they couldn't check from Geelong and they said that the surgery didn't work and we had ah. to go through it all again. And I was just like, I have to go through it all again. Oh, like, yeah. oh, my God, I've just got like, I thought everything was fine. Yeah. And we ended up in there for a total of three months and it was Christmas, mm. New Year. Yeah. And she spent a long time in intensive care because the from the first surgery she didn't have a lot of time to heal. No. So things got more damaged is mm. probably the best way Poor of summarising it. Parents, things mm. got weren't healed properly before they had to go in to refix the heart. Mm. So more things got damaged. So she had more issues with her lungs then and then all these other side effects if oh. that makes sense so yeah. it was just more of an ongoing challenge with that oh, so I how did we you were stay upright important. yeah I it was um I just kept going yeah, yeah, <laughs> my okay. husband disappeared I, I, I to this day he couldn't cope mm. in the hospital room and found it very confronting it is um yeah, there's a, and then there's a lot that you have to learn that you don't know mm-hmm. and you have to ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. and, you know, what does this mean and what procedure does this mean? So there was a, a lot that was hard for him mm. um, and there wasn't a lot of support out there, which is why, you know, for us it's so – we're so involved in her care but it's so overwhelming. Mm. Like you're like, I don't know what all of these terms mean yes. and I don't know. So that's, I guess, where it's really good to have a Heart Kids community mm. heart kids support group um, because a surgery doesn't always fix a child's issue and they have ongoing issues and ongoing doctor's appointments and ongoing questions. And then now that you've got a five-year-old who now gets the stuff and you're mm. like, like, how did they cut me open, yes. mummy? And I'm like, so like, it's all of that stuff that you don't know how to explain to your child. Mm. And it's way out of my pay grade, to be honest. Yes, like, it really oh, is. It's really difficult now that she's old enough to ask all these questions herself. I'm, I feel very grateful that she was a newborn baby because there's a lot of children that have surgeries around four and five. Mm. And I would find that a very difficult age. It is, yeah. And so it. when did Heart Kids come and start supporting you or how did you find them? Yeah, well, I didn't know about Heart Kids, but my sister was stuck at home and she was Googling and mm. she rang them and said, can you go and see my sister? Oh, um, I know. Awesome I was like, auntie. Oh. Yeah. yeah, she was so good. I'm getting emotional yeah. now. <laughs> well, she <laughs> jumped, so she jumped in, right? Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. family. We're yeah. very lucky. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they just came in and it was more, oh, I'll never forget, it sounds really silly, but the biggest thing they helped us with was obviously talking stuff out mm. and being support in the hospital. Now, for us, Heart Kids is more supportive in a family community environment. So, like, you know, we're getting together for Mother's Day and everybody will talk about, you know, so it's more different than what it was in the hospital. Mm. but. Yeah. 
we were pushing a double pram in the hospital and we were staying at Ronnie Mac and she spent a lot of times in intensive care, which meant I couldn't sleep overnight. Mm. So I would stay till as late as possible yeah. and then I would push the pram and go back to Ronnie Mac mm. yeah. and have a nap as I would call it because you've still got a newborn baby. Yes. Yeah. That would say, go and have a sleep. And I was yeah, like, really, well, I've got a newborn. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, like a two-month-old baby that doesn't have a cot at Ronnie Mac. Yes. Like sitting on a pillow well, beside me. She should me. have had like, a cot. No, there was no, like, they, I was like, she just got scooped or she slept in the pram. She was so good. She's such a crazy baby, um, which well, I was had lucky to be. for. She really didn't have much yeah. choice. Oh, she grateful. didn't have much choice. Um, and we would come back to the hospital, so we'd have the double pram. And on one side of the pram, she would be asleep and snuggled up in her blanket from walking from Ronnie Mott to the hospital. And on the other side, I would have wipes and nappies and whatever. But everybody would always comment. Yes. And they'd say, oh, you've only got one baby oh. in there. Like I think because people didn't know. And because they love or, looking in twin prams. They are obsessed. They people do. just Oh, yeah. they do. And at one point I hopped in the elevator and the guy said to me, an older man, oh. and he said to me, oh, what are you going to do when the other baby's in there? And I just looked and the wife was just like, she just started shaking her head. Yeah. She's like, I can't believe when just said that. And I was like. I don't know, be happy that my child's not on a breathing apparatus. Yes. So Heart Kids actually went and got a fake doll and made Aww. it look like I another child in the pram. So like little things like that. Oh, that Hannah. That's amazing. Over the pram. Like that was all I was like, oh, my God, why do people keep asking me yes. why there's only one in my pram? Yes. Like, <laughs> and so I guess support like that when you just need to get through every day. Mm. Because they can't, they can't do much else but hold your hand, really. Mm, like, and, and, yeah, but know, they can advocate, support. and they did that by getting the doll. Yeah, yeah. and they can. Yeah. I assume they have people who've been through it as well that can say, "Yeah, yeah, you, a lot of them do survive have, this." Um, yeah, yes, yeah. So a lot of children are obviously diagnosed from birth mm. because it's just, you know, like Maddie, her heart just she says it's broken. She'll mm. say, "My heart's broken." Um, but yeah, yeah, thankfulness for extra support with people who have got they're not emotionally attached, probably. Yeah. That's yeah. so the yeah. children's hospital doesn't put you in touch with them. No, I don't, I think because of privacy, they can't when uh, you're in intensive, yeah, care. maybe on the ward they can, but we yeah. spend a lot of time yep, in yep. intensive care, yeah, so yeah, of course. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So now, is she at school or kinder or...? She's just started prep, so, um, yeah, she's a little um, feisty one that we always have because she had to fight. She did. She did. Her journey. So she actually, it's funny because she spent so long in hospital, she has a really good bond with her nurses. Mm. And um, I don't think you're meant to, but (laughs) I'm like, anytime there's a checkup, all of her nurses come and see her. Oh, it's gorgeous. They actually came from Melbourne and went to a baptism. Oh, um, we're very lucky to have the royal children, aren't we? Like, we are. So oh, we really special, are. Special, special. And those nurses, nurses, uh, yeah, just one in a million. Yeah, yeah, they, they really are. are. Nurses are amazing. And then you're like, okay, they've seen me. They've been alongside every moment. So this to come trauma. to her baptism yeah. is really special. Mm. I know, it's so special and like, yeah, all of her nurses will message all the time and say, how's she doing? And, oh. they, and they make it up at the children's for a checkup. And yeah. yeah I, I love the bond that she's got yeah. with the nurses, like it's especially special. if she hasn't seen them since COVID. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's. I think she secretly loves all the yeah. attention. <laughs> well, good, she deserves and, it. And um, from my experience the there is they're, they're super kind to the children, so yeah. they feel really special. They do, and I think, yeah, cause I think when you spend in intensive care, it's usually you only spend a couple of days and then mm. you'll go to the wall. Mm. Um, and for her, because she was in there so yeah, long, she lived there. Um, to see how good she is now, yeah, that, um, yeah, yeah, she just stuck it with a few of them. How did you feel during COVID? Were you scared? What What was that like for um, you? And- well, a lot of her complications were airway issues. Yes. Mm. So nerves and she's had to have another surgery on her lung um she now has a respiratory team as well as a uh, heart Mm, team mm. so for me we just locked away really oh it was a very scary two years yes she actually hasn't had covid yet but everybody else in the family has i don't really how she's missed it but um, i'm glad it worked Probably good for us in the sense that she didn't get any illnesses for yes. twelve months. Yes, and her body it's was huge. Strong. Yes, yeah, and it, the stronger the stronger she's probably been in a while. Yes, so that worked really well yeah, for we've us. Heard that, that a lot. Now probably in a stronger position yes. to fight off. Yes, but she has so many everyday challenges. Like she can't run as much as everybody else, and other kids don't get it, and her scar is hidden so she's not worried about how she looks at the moment but you know she had PE yesterday and she came out she cried because she was mm. so tired yeah yes. um, it just but she doesn't want to not do it of course no. yeah you just want to fit yeah, in that's all kids want that's going to be the ongoing stuff isn't mm. it yeah well and learning what she can and she doesn't have a lot of leg strength and other strengths so she's just started gymnastics and they're so good with her building her her strength and all mm. of that, but um, yeah, she still um, she'll still have to have more surgeries. I would 
suspect because she's mm. still got heart issues. Mm. But I guess all you can do is try and get them as strong as what you can and mm. talk them through all their feelings and yeah, get yeah. as much support as what you can. Mm. And to guide through it. I think, well, I know for Mandy and I, speaking to older women or families that have been through it and going, well, what did you do? How did you do it? How did you make it as, and it's never easy, how did you make it as smooth as possible? Or that's really powerful. So I suppose if you've got that Heart Kids community around you, can really draw Yeah, on so that. they've started a Facebook group in Geelong, which mm. is amazing. It's Most of the Heart Kids stuff is all volunteer. Yes. So it's just another mum that said, I'm going to try and help organise a coffee date. And mm. Legend. Organise a Facebook group. But you're right, talking about that stuff um, with other people who have been through it. But the only way to connect is to do via Heart Kids things and via, mm. like how else do you find other people in the same boat or that's why we started the podcast that's right and also the specific how do i say the word specifically (laughs) being in a twin relationship yeah and that's why we started the podcast because we're like no one's talking about these complexities no and seeing your sibling yes it's enormous oh my gosh like do you put them together do you separate we've now got covid in the mix and yeah yes factors um that it's two-year covid it's not one year COVID, no. but now it's COVID and kinders were shut last yes, year. Yes, I was so going to ask yeah. about kinder. That's, that's, uh, you know, that's a huge impact for the twins. And, yeah, huge. Um, yeah, making that decision at school was very difficult. I'm sure a lot of twin parents would have mm. that. Oh, they do. do. Mostly yeah. everyone agonises. Yeah, they yeah. really do. Yep. But the good news is you can always change it back. Know the next year, like if you do something and then it doesn't work, you just change it back, put them mm. back together, separate them. That's mm. okay. Mm. Yes, that is true. You just don't I, know I, that yeah. when you're starting school. You're just like, oh, yeah. yeah. No, and I, I originally had them separated, and I changed last minute to put them together. Yeah, and I'm glad I did because I don't think I would have got them to school. And I think the school will help me transition them. Yes, yeah. that's true. Really. I think school is just such a big start. Oh, it's enormous. Yeah, I kept mine together in prep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a huge transition. It is. And especially if you've got some underlying things and you feel safe with your twin, Yeah, you know, and not that we want one twin to have to support the other one their whole life, but they do love each other, Yeah, you know. So Yeah, they certainly do. And that was funny because the school actually don't have it's a new school, it's three years old, but the school actually don't have anything in relation to heart kids, but yes. they have um, asthma, what to do if a child yes. is they have what to do if they're epileptic. Yes. So I walked up to school one day and my child was running around the yard and she's like, my tummy hurts, oh. Mom, my tummy hurts. And for them they're thinking, oh, it's probably gastro. But for her, her heart rate was really low and yeah. then she actually collapsed that night but the school didn't have any policies for oh, children with heart conditions. No. So I was like, oh, God, I'm like, um, it's all of that stuff that I'm learning. Yes. You know, like I didn't think I would have to go to a teacher and say if she's complaining of a stomach ache, it might be that her heart rate's mm. low. Mm. It's not the common kids have a stomach ache issue for no. her. No, no, everything's different. Not anything because it's not 
a life-threatening condition. It's a slow migrating condition. Mm. Like if your child's getting tired, more tired over a month, that mm. could indicate it's not tired in a day. So it's something that you have to be aware of constantly. Okay, is she more tired today because we went out last yeah, night? Or is yeah. We can't get a checkup for six months because the children's hospital yes. is just so underwhelmed. There's mm. no facility. We did have to see a specialist in Geelong during COVID mm. and you can only go private and it was $750. And you had and to I'm pay? Like, we had to pay because oh, the hospital children's was yeah, not doing down. any of right. And I'm like, but I can't, that's a lot of pressure for a mum. Like I'm thinking, is her heart, like is she more tired? Because yeah, of course of being you, out? Have to, you have to take her. Pilot, of and course. I'm analysing everything. Like is it that she's teething is, has she picked up that infection because her immune system's low and something else? I have never been more crazy. Yes. <laughs> no, yes. it was a really tricky time. You do. You stop. Mm. Yes. It's still and tricky. So, and We're still scared. Mm. Oh, pa- parenting must get harder and harder, I'm sure, when you get to teenagers because they are um, probably hide their emotions more as opposed to a five-year-old. Well, hopefully... Um, um, she will be empowered because she's grown up with you talking to her about it and she it's her body and she'll be more of aware of what her body can do. And it's just do. part of the family discussion. Yes. So, okay, we don't talk about it externally, but these are, you know, we talk, we, my daughter's got scars all up her legs from orthopedic surgeries. That's, you know, that's the sort of stuff we talk about. Yeah. We've all got our stories of that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that is true. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I think find the right support out there and like having a heart kids friends that she mm. can discuss those things and there's a few people in the heart kids community that have now written books yeah so she's awesome book that she reads and stuff and I was like that's really good that they've got it is that out that mm. she can relate to. definitely mm. yeah. oh it's really good and even then she can take it to school and the teacher can read it or mm-hmm. you know all those things are super important yeah the other kids can read it yeah at school yeah, the other yeah. If they don't get why she can't keep up, or mm, mm. did you um, going back a bit? But did you get to meet any other twin mums, or did you stay away from the twin mums? How did you feel about all that? Um, I know so many twin mums now. Yeah. Like starting, there's a fair few out there, but not not in the heart kids sense. I think mm. there's some older ones, but mm. no one. Um, younger. Yeah, so it's pretty right. isolating. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it's sort of hard making a lot of those decisions, isn't it? Mm. And knowing what's normal and what's not when you're going through, like, yeah, twin twin parenting is challenging <laughs> without <laughs> adding any extra mm. stress on it, isn't it? Yeah. And, and not think... one twin and all of those things. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think a lot of um, like uh, Mandy and I both have twins, but I think a lot of our listeners and friends either really gelled with the Australian Multiple Birth Association and loved them, and Mandy and I were both members, that's how we met, but also we found it super tricky because, you know, our kids were preemie and had some delays, and so then you're like, well, I don't fit in with these twin mums, but I don't fit in with my singleton mums, and like, where do I fit? Who yeah, am I? Yeah, it's really real. Yeah, that that is really true. Like, yeah, there is... Um... I think any twin mum's always anxious about the whole pregnancy because mm. you, you hear so many yeah. 
horrific starts to twins yes. journeys mm. Mm. and it's never as smooth sailing as what you want it to be. No, it's high risk. Um, but, yeah, finding that connection mm. and I found – I got really jealous of all those yes. people that had oh, me too. Oh, definitely. Stop rubbing it in my face. Yes. Like, um, and the people would quite often say, oh, it's just a cold. And I'm like, mm, it's not just a cold for Maddie. Like she'd be on antibiotics and everything else and no. she'd be back in the hospital again. Yeah, and it's not just a cold. I've had so many people approach me later on, like many years later going, my child just had their tonsils out or they just had something else. Go, oh, I don't know how you went through what yeah. you went through. Like, I don't know what yeah, to like, do I with just, that. No. No, but they didn't know what to say or what yeah. to do at the time. I only had, in that three months, I think I had three people come to visit me for oh, an hour. Because oh, people just don't know, don't know what to say and think. No, no, they don't. And we always say anything's better than nothing and we – we like as the podcast. We're like, give give someone a list of things. Can I mow your lawn? Can I can I clean your car? Can I bring you dinner? Do you want someone to sit with you? Do you not want someone to sit with you? Like, don't just say what can I do because in the moment of crisis, we don't I, know. And maybe I don't want to turn around and say, well, my wheelie bin fucking stinks, right? <laughs> <laughs> but if you give me some options, I might choose yes. one. Yes. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people did, like a few people did meals. Yeah, but, meals. Uh, um, and I think that's their way of always helping was, you yep. know, to do a meal. But having a meal at the hospital was quite difficult because you then had to leave your child yes. while you went to find a microwave yes. to feed up. Like, um, and you had another baby. Mm. Yeah, well, I think I just ate biscuits for three months because that <laughs> yeah, was what you did. <laughs> Yep. That's probably where that 30 kilos came from. Oh, well, don't blame you. <laughs> Doesn't, matter. Doesn't matter. You have to survive. That's right. And I think I remember yep. the people that came to visit my girls, um, you know, in the nursery, and I know that they will remember what they look like. Yeah, that's and right. And so when they see them now at 16, I know those people remember how tiny yeah, they were. Tiny that means something to me. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just um, Because it's not the same as a picture on Facebook. No. No, no. I, I'll... I remember my auntie walking in. She came up. It was my birthday while we were up there and she of course. came to visit. And she goes, I'll just come in quickly and visit. And she's like, some of them going, I didn't realise it was that bad. And I was yes. like, oh. yes. you know, like um, it was a long journey when you're in intensive care, like yeah. intensive care to one nursing. That's right. Life and death. It's every death. day. It's life and death. So it's um, and you can only have a certain amount of people in, and and it's the you know, noises and the smells and the other families and all the interaction with the doctors and nurses. It's mm. exhausting. It is. Yeah. So well, I actually made a lot of good friends out of that intensive care environment because we're all going yeah. through mm-hmm. the same thing. And the way that the children's hospital is built, they have a lot of glass doors in intensive care, so you're able to. Um, interact, but yeah. on the wards, it's very hard to make yeah, friends. Yeah, that's true. Room, the yeah. door shut. Um, yeah. And you're involved in your child's care, I guess, yes. on the ward. You mm. feed and do it, whereas in intensive care. probably something to be said walk. for the old wards where there was four beds. As annoying as the people were that got Maccas at 11.30 at night, there was someone yes. to have a quick chat with. 
Yeah. But now They're just what? a single room, you are, you can shut the door. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. obviously is. I was very lonely. Yeah. yeah. You were lonely. Having a, you know, one child and um, when you're, you know, the child doesn't talk back. Yes. <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, I, was, yeah. I was very lonely by the end. I was yeah. like ready yeah. to just have someone chat to and that's why again heart kids coming into your room and mm. um having someone float in to just have that chat and is um was nice because yeah it was a bit isolating oh for sure um our p listeners are awesome and they often love charities to give to so we're going to put all the stuff in the notes about heart kids um is there anything that we've sort of missed today that you would like to tell us no, I think you've covered it all. So I think Heart Kids are trying to put together like Mother's Day packs for the mothers that yes, are stuck in the hospital. hospital. They'll take something in to them. So there's always a way to donate and um, support the children on the ward. Mm. It um, goes to putting together their packs and gifts. So mm, beautiful. Good. That's yeah. perfect. Because we, this week, a way to give. We've, we've called this week International Pee Week, which means the week of us. Yep. We made it last year. Yeah, we just made it up ourselves. We just made it up and we made it international because <laughs> we don't care. Yep. And so your episode, an episode is in International yes, Pee Week. Yes, so we thought this was a good one for <laughs> because there's a lot of things that other people that aren't peas don't understand yep. and we thought Mother's yep. Day is a really good time to highlight how tricky yes. parenting is. It's not just it's not straightforward and sometimes Mother's Day is really confronting. Yeah. And we have For lots of listeners reasons. who've lost beautiful children. So yes. Mother's Day is extremely tricky. So we wanted to show two sides of the coin. So yeah. we're super thrilled that you are on during International, International Pee, Pee Week. Week. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's very creative. And, then, yeah, there's all ranges of twins, isn't there? There and is. All changes through life. So. There, yeah, there, there is. Connecting, um, finding someone to talk to and getting the support that you yep. need. We just need to survive. That's yeah. all you need to do. Yep, yep. And yep. just love your kids and that's all that matters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Hannah. What a lovely episode. I know all the heart people will be just pumping for this episode. Yes, <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> They'll be thrilled. So thank you very much for giving your time and, um, yeah, we look forward to hearing what people say. You've got some photos. We're going to pop them up on social media too. Yep. Yeah. Wonderful that, yeah, they were aged a few years ago now. So yeah. thank goodness we're five now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. Oh, wasn't Hannah awesome? It was really lovely. And it's, I really like talking to people who don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> She's yeah. like, should I say rectum? I know. Uh, maybe Because <laughs> we're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah. She was terrific. She was terrific. And I think every parent who's had a child in intensive care, you can't relive that story without getting emotional. No, that's right. It's trauma on trauma. So yeah. we see all of you today and we'll see all of you on Sunday. Yes, know, yes. Because it's Mother's Day is looming, looming. Yes. Yeah, and if you, like, it was a good suggestion from, like, I have a huge list, mm. but if there is a group that you think you would like that we've missed, yeah, please let us know. Yeah, let yeah, us know. it's glaringly know. obvious. Yeah. Um, and we will get to as many people as we can for however long this goes for. We really, so, really yeah. will. <laughs> <laughs> if you're willing to listen, we'll keep talking. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it was it was um, terrific to hear of a, a more medical pee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and how it's, yeah, constant. 
Constant. You know, COVID's been terrifying yes. and all of that. Yes. So, And we know COVID's still here. It hasn't yeah, gone anywhere. That's so. right. And if you're a heart person, reach out to us or yeah. reach out to Hannah too and let her know what yeah. a great job she yeah. did. So thank you, Hannah. We're not going to do our Laugh, Cry, Make a Difference on this episode. We're doing it tomorrow. We're going to do it tomorrow. We're going to wrap up International Pee Week. Yeah. So we're going to hang in there for play that. Play a couple of your speak pipes, yep. some of your pee feedback, yep. and then we'll do our Laugh, Cry, Difference from Pee Week and um, that will be it. You won't have to hear from us, okay? Yeah, a whole week. <laughs> you can of have Kate a couple Mandy. of days off. Give your ears then, a break. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> um, thank you for listening today. Thank you for joining in on International Pee Week. It really means a lot to us, and it means a lot to a lot of other humans out there. That's so, right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. See you. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.